0: Broadcasting from the Business Radio X studios in Atlanta, it's time for Executive Perspective. Executive Perspective is brought to you by Cressa, going beyond space to foster the best environment for every business. Now, here's your host, Danny Vandermaiden.
1: Hello, and welcome to Executive Perspective, a podcast series brought to you by Cressa, the world's largest commercial real estate firm dedicated to representing tenants. At Cressa, we understand the value of relationships and the power of connecting with others in the business world, and that's why we love this podcast series, where we get to sit down with executives and business leaders and listen into their challenges, insights, and unique perspectives. My name is Danny Vandermaten. I'm a vice president of tenant advisory in the Atlanta office of Cressa, and today I am the host of Executive Perspective. I'm really excited because my next guest is is part of what I consider, and his organization is part of what I consider my my favorite holiday, which is just eight days away on Thanksgiving. Chief Executive Officer Honey Baked Ham Jim Dinkins, Jim, thank you so much for coming on to Executive Perspective.
0: Thank you for having me, Danny. It's a pleasure to be here.
1: It is awesome. I'm really excited about this conversation. So when I was trying to put together a way of how I would describe what Honey Baked Ham does. I actually had a hard time and, and, and it was funny to me because when I say it, I mean, I get the visual, right? I, I get the visual of the product and for whatever reason I was like, well, how do you describe honey bake? Cause it's more than just the ham. So what comes to mind is the meal and the holidays and sitting down and you look at the spread of everything that's on the table, right? You see, you see the mashed potatoes, you see, you see the, uh, the casseroles and you see the cranberry sauce haven't even mentioned turkey. You see the turkey, and then there's the ham. But what's unique about the ham is I know where that came from. The brands of all of those other products, I couldn't tell you. I don't know where the ingredients are from, and a lot of them are just really unique, and I only see them one time of year. But I know that it's the honey-baked ham, and what's 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 more funny is that I know when it's not the honey-baked ham. And so that's what came to mind, and it was that realization of, wow, you know that ham and your end product or at least one of them is really branded into a big part of my year my favorite time of year how do you answer that question of what honey baked ham does
0: well th- well first of all thank you for the question it, it it's we like to think about um, that we're actually our, our job is to share honey baked happiness we call it okay and and we want to uh, give people the opportunity to enjoy our delicious food more often in what we call everyday and special days So that's the business that we're in. Mm -hmm. And, you know, 66 years ago, a a gentleman by the name of Harry Huntsler in Detroit, Michigan, figured out this way to spiral slice ham in a convenient way and finish it with this wonderful, sweet, crunchy glaze. And it's just been differentiated through the years. And we've expanded to turkey and sides and desserts and lunch and catering and all those types of things. So it's it's really hard to put us in a specific box because we do lots of things. And uh, we just try to make everybody's day a little bit better.
1: And so you guys also have a lot of retail locations and that's really grown in the last couple of years. How many different locations do you guys own and operate or operate right now?
0: Yeah, we have over 450 locations uh, in 41 states across the country. About 200 of those are franchise and the rest are company owned. And about how
1: many employees spread across those locations and also throw in your corporate office headquarters here? Yeah, Well,
0: well, on the company side, I'll give you the company numbers. On the company side, we have 180 people in the Alpharetta office. Uh, We have about 1,800 full-time employees in the stores. And then that goes to over 10,000 during the holidays like today. So we go and have uh, temporary folks that come in and work for us from all different walks of life. Did you say
1: 2,000 to 10,000?
0: Yes. Wow. Yes. And that happens over a a weekly period during the uh, the holidays. So we uh, we're able to find college students and, and grandparents and screenwriters and all kind of people who want to come work with us. And we love having them during that holiday time.
1: All hands on deck That's right. for, for this time of year. That's, that's, right. in, that's incredible. What can you tell us about your path to Honey Baked and some of your professional experience before you landed in this role?
0: Yeah. So uh, I'll tell you a little about myself too. So I grew up in Metro uh, Atlanta. Uh, father was a minister. Mother was a teacher. So I never missed church or school. So that really shaped me through the years. Uh, went to the University of Georgia. Uh, go Dogs! I know you're an Auburn fan. I so am I an Auburn to, fan. Had to throw that in. Yeah, uh, but anyway, it's our time now. But anyway, um, so went to work for Procter & Gamble outside of uh, from from the University of Georgia for four years. Then actually went to Coca-Cola, for 11 years, had a lot of different roles there. And then I uh, went to business school while I was working and met a buddy and we decided to do a few entrepreneurial things with some folks uh, over a few years. And we did that. And then I actually came back to Coke, uh, spent 18 years more there. So 30 years total. And I retired a few years ago as the uh, uh, president of Coke North America. And then uh, in my retirement, I got a call about uh, being the CEO of Honey Baked Ham and always loved Honey Baked Ham and enjoyed it. And didn't know much about it and found out it was a family-owned business. And uh, they asked me to be the CEO and I was uh honored to do that. So I've been doing that for about two and a half years.
1: So two and a half years. Yeah.
0: So what's it like stepping into the role of CEO
1: of this, I think the number is 66-year-old Yeah. family-owned business coming from Coca-Cola and yeah. out of this? I mean, how'd you summarize the last two and a half years? I mean, what's it been like?
0: It's been great. Um, you know, I had experience. It's interesting at Coca Cola. A lot of people don't realize this, but Coke is a majority of franchise business. So our Coke bottlers are franchisees. We don't we don't talk about it that way, but they but they basically are. And a lot of those come a lot of those franchisees are bottlers or family owned businesses. So I had the experience of working with them on the company side. And I really enjoyed it, and and it's been fantastic working for a family owned business because. Uh, it's the fifth generation now has been born their babies, but fifth mm-hmm. generation and the pride and the, and the, uh, uh, the knowledge and the passion that they have for a business that was started by their grandfather. It's just fun to be a part of that.
1: What are some of the surprising similarities when you compare large public company, Coca-Cola experience to, to what you're immersed in at honey baked ham right now?
0: Yeah. You know, it's interesting. There were, there were a lot more similarities than I, than I maybe thought they would be. and And things like, uh, as I mentioned before, Coke has franchise businesses, and they have company-owned businesses. We have the same. Uh, both big consumer brands, a uh, lot of passion from consumers, a lot of passion on both sides, a lot of passion for uh, uh, from customers for the brand. Uh, employees, a lot of passion uh, on both sides. And then I would say also they're both premium products. A lot of people don't think about Coke being a premium product, but it's really a premium product inside of a category. And so those have been some similarities I've seen. What have been some of the biggest differences? Uh, well, a couple, I would say. Uh, first of all, just the business itself. I mean, we're a, a, a retailer that has uh, online retailing, uh, brick-and-mortar retailing, lots of different. So that's really different. I mean, at Coke, we serviced retailers. They were our partners, and so now I am a retailer. Actually, we're a Coca-Cola customer, interestingly enough. Huh. Um, uh, also, uh, I would say the difference is just the family Dynamic. I mean, Coke was found in 1886, mm-hmm. and there's been three owners uh, total, and all those folks are not associated anymore. But, you know, having the fifth generation now is really fascinating, and that's a big difference. And I'd say the last one is just probably uh, the dynamic. When you're in a public world, you have, you know, public quarterly results that you always have to talk about. So it's kind of a short-term and a long-term focus, and and the family business is a little more long longer term. We're more, more interested in annual results and longer term plans. And while, while companies are too, it's just a, a shorter frame. So those are, those are some differences. So
1: talking about Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. right? We're eight days away and Christmas is is just around the corner. What's it like in honey baked ham right now? I mean, you mentioned a little bit of it when you talk about scaling from 2000 employees to 10,000 at just your retail stand, your standalone retail stores, which blows my mind. Mm -hmm. I can't imagine administratively juggling that, but this is your season. You guys are experts, but, but, but what's going on here at corporate and also at your retail stores? I mean, what's it like, what's the mentality?
0: Yeah, well, we've been, uh, it, it, it's, it's like getting ready for the big game. You mm-hmm. know, our, our spring practice shall we say starts in, in the spring. We actually order our products for the holidays during the spring and then we get ready and plan and, and, and hire people. and And we've done it for 66 years. So we've learned and adapted, but it's a wonderful time of year for us. We're really excited about it. We get ready to go. We all work in the stores. So I'm actually working in the stores next week. But you are working in the stores. I am. I am. So what are some of the
1: fun things that you like getting your hands on when you actually get to roll up your sleeves and get involved?
0: Well, I'm usually what they call a runner. So I stand at the counter. (laughs) I stand at the counter. When somebody places an order, I go pick it up for them. I go put their hams together, their sides together and all that. And And I love it because I get to see how our business really runs. I get to talk to our customers. I get to hear what's on their mind. I get to talk to our associates. And it's just awesome because you really find out what's happening in the business. So
1: when people place the order with Jim Dinkins, do they know who they're placing the order with when you do this? I mean, this is your third year doing this? Yes. Okay. Mm -hmm. They have any idea?
0: No, I just, just Jim, I have a badge and I'm like everybody else. And I actually had someone say one time they were giving me some feedback. And they said, <laughs> I, 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 this is a true story. He I said, I, I, I wonder if the CEO would really care about this. And I said, actually, you're, you're talking to them. And what was the response? Their response was really interesting because I usually don't talk about that, but I wanted them to know because mm-hmm. I wanted them to know they were being heard and, and uh, we were going to take some action on their comments.
1: What's it like for, what's it like for the other members working with you at the store? Who probably think that you maybe live in some ivory tower and you never care about what they what they do which is not the case but but what's it like for them getting to work alongside you what does it mean to them
0: yeah i you know i i haven't really talked to him about that but but what i try to do is i actually just do my job i mean i'm introduce myself i love taking pictures I'm, i have an instagram account i love to put honey baked in fact that's what's on there: honey baked uh things and so you know we just get to know each other and then we get busy and the reality is we're so busy we don't have time to worry about that i'm running get hams i'm sweeping the floor i'm mm-hmm. taking things out to the car so i'm just one of them for the day how do
1: you pick which store you do that at every year or which stores yeah i don't know if you do
0: if i don't know if you just go to one no, every no, season, no 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 i've been double? i've been to every uh, I, I go to different stores um sometimes it depends on a market i'm interested in learning about sometimes it depends on uh i ask my team you know where would you like for me to go uh it depends we just mix it up but i've been in different states um Uh, South Carolina and Florida, Georgia. I'm going back to South Carolina. So, uh, and this year I'm actually going to be able to work in a franchisee store, which I'm really excited about.
1: That's really cool. And I don't know if I just cut you off. Were you about to say you've been to every store? No, 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 no. Okay. No, no. uh,
0: During the holidays. So uh, the Christmas, Thanksgiving and Easter, I work at a different store during those times. No, I've not been to every store yet.
1: Got it. So what does it mean for, for the individuals at your store and also at corporate office to be such a big part of these holidays and of these big occasions where there is so much sentiment wrapped up in it.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a sense of pride. And as I mentioned, you know, we, we've, we've coined this purpose really around what we call honey baked happiness. And I think that that the organization really feels great about that because that's why you get up and come to work every day, you know, Mm -hmm. selling products and hitting revenue numbers and all that's great, but making somebody's, Day a little bit better because you've been a part of it is exciting and everybody gets excited about it because it's, we become really top of mind right now. And we also feel a real responsibility to make sure that it's right for the customers because it's important for them. So for you personally, how is your sentiment for the holiday,
1: for this holiday that's coming up and, and Christmas and also Easter, which we talked about is another really big, big occasion for you guys. How's it changed since you've landed in this role?
0: Yeah, well, personally, um, it's always been important to me. I mean, it, it's always been a time to connect with family and friends, and and recharge, and think about what you're thankful for, and and all your blessings that you have in your life. And so, I've, I've always had that that uh, that thought process around that experience. It's still very similar. I just actually feel even more thankful because I can be a part of something that's so important to people during that time, and it's just a good feeling.
1: Yeah. And so since you've come into this role, I guess, when would you say was, was maybe the turning point where you really felt like you were, you were coming to grips with, with what it takes to be the leader of this enterprise and, and what was that like and what did you learn and, 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 and how did you respond and how have you adapted?
0: Yeah. I mean, I, uh, I had a, a really fortunate situation in that, um, one of our, uh, our owners' family members was the the CEO for a couple of years, and when I was hired, she transitioned with me over a, a, a several month period. So I had a chance to listen and learn from her, uh, and then and then I, I really spent the next six months just trying to understand, ask the right questions, talk to people about opportunities, and it takes about a year, I think, to really see the cycles and the patterns and really. But you never stop learning. I mean, mm-hmm. you're always finding something new, and that's why I love going to the stores and talking to people. I try to go to our North Point store two or three times a week. I have lunch. And even yesterday, th- this week, I was saw something going on in the store. I'm like, oh, I didn't know that happened. So it's a continuous process.
1: A continuous learning process. That's right. Yeah, and I, could, I can understand how you describe it just because, you know, in a year's cycle, you see so much. And the more of those that go by, the more you can draw from those experiences in those years to continue to enhance the brand, enhance the value to your customers. Right. Um, you have an example of like an obstacle that you encountered when you came on board, what that was and what you learned from it and how you overcame it.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's, there's always obstacles. I mean, really the challenge for us is, and, and it happens all the time. There's a couple of things. One, we do a significant amount of our annual business in a short period of time. Mm-hmm. And so one of the challenges that we have is how do we get Get that right in a time that's very, very important for customers. So I'll give an example. You know, we talked about that. That Thanksgiving is very unique because it's on the same day of the week every year, mm-hmm. and customers tend to gravitate towards showing up in our stores the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of Thanksgiving, and so that's a tremendous amount of of transactions in a very short period of time in stores. And so one of the things we've done, and that's actually happened before I started, but We've really tried to uh, perfect what we call buy online, pick up in store, because Honey Baked has been known for years with that demand of having long lines. And one of the things we want to do is really address that. So now we've shifted even more and more of our business to buy online, pick up in store to make it faster for the consumer. They have a barcode. They get in a special line. They scan it. We know they're coming. We get it. We get them out of there. So that's one of the, the, the the barriers that we've tried to work through is how to make it faster for consumers because, Mm -hmm. you know, in today's world of, of e-commerce and things move fast, consumers want things fast. So we've adapted to that, but we continue to learn and, and try to adapt to uh, that, that period of time.
1: Yeah. So that's, that's interesting. That's a lever that your customers have got to be able to pull and candidly we pull. Yeah. Uh, That's how we do it. Um, and what was it like for you guys to integrate that into your operations?
0: Well, yeah. In fact, it actually started during COVID. Okay. The team had talked about it. And one of the things they realized during COVID, again, this before I got there, is that we've got to figure out a way to make this happen. They made it happen really fast. And what we've done over the last few years is just adapted to, okay, how long do customers, are they willing to wait? How do we make the technology better? How do we make sure we, we get their orders on the right time? We just continue to perfect it to, make it to make it easy for them. And also we're coming out with our first app this year, Oh. Uh, to to enable consumers to even do that from their phones. Now they do it on their PC, but we'll have that later this year where they can do it on their phone.
1: And what's the name of that app? Is, is this HBH? HBH. Mm-hmm. Honey Baked Ham. The ham app. That's right. Um, yeah, we'll look out for that. Yeah. So because it's the season, and I'm I know this time of year, you probably get asked so many questions about the seasons. Thanksgiving or Christmas, which one's your favorite holiday? This is more of a personal question. Which one's your favorite holiday and why?
0: Yeah, you know, I I don't have a favorite, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Um, they both represent something similar to me that I enjoy, mm-hmm. and and that's the fact that you get from a business perspective, we get to work so hard to make sure we're doing the right things for our customers, but then we have that day to spend with our families mm-hmm. and our families and friends and recharge, and it's and it's almost um, that sense of rejuvenation after you work so hard to do something that you can actually. Focus on your family and do something fun and be thankful. So I feel, I feel about the, the same for both of them. And this might sound like a silly question. Are your stores open on both days? Yes, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Yep. Oh, no, no, no. They're closed on Thanksgiving Christmas. They're open up until Thanksgiving Christmas, but we're closed. But we open the next day. We Got open it. the next day after. But it's uh, our, our, great because our teammates can go home and celebrate with their families too during that time because they've worked very hard.
1: Oh, I can imagine. Yeah. What, a, what a day off for the Honey Baked Ham employees and everybody on the team to make that happen. Um, do you have, do you have a Thanksgiving or a Christmas story like a funny one or like a meaningful one that you'd care to share on this recording?
0: Yeah, I actually have a story that isn't related to those two, but, but, it, but i like to share it with you. Uh, the, the customer um, said to me one time, it was right before Easter. I was actually doing some training in the store when I started and a customer came in and he had a really big order and I asked him. Uh, I said, "If you don't mind me asking, what, what's the order for?" And he goes, "It's kind of a sad story." And I said, "No, no, that's fine. You don't, you don't need to tell me." And he goes, "No, no, I'll tell you." He said, uh, "He says a couple of years ago I was really ill, and uh, I didn't know if I was going to make it. And, uh, and some people brought this food over to my family, and I knew how much they cared about me because they brought this food." Wow. And he said, "I had a friend who passed away." and I'm going to take this food to the family because I want them to know how much I care about them.
1: That says a lot. And, and
0: when I heard that, it was early in my career. I'm like, wow, if that's what this means to people and that's yeah. what we represent, this is really something I want to be a part of. And 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 that's just a, an, an example of how special we can be for customers and how we really think about doing the right thing so we can deliver on that. I mean, that 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 speaks to me. That says a lot
1: about really trying to Give a meaningful gift, or or, right. or or be present in the most meaningful way, and right. and what your what your company's brand adds to that,
0: right? And, and when you and that was the other thing that hit me too is when people actually we a, a tremendous amount of our business, a good amount of our business is uh, is gifting, and and the fact that somebody will thinks enough about your product to give it to somebody as a gift on their behalf, I think really says it all. So we try to work hard every day to make sure we live up to that.
1: Yeah, and it's funny you say that because. You know when I think about when I think about that ham that's on that table and when I think about you know getting getting other items either receiving them as a gift for, for when my wife and I have had children or, or giving them to somebody else, there's a certain quality and there is a certain emotional component to it that 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 goes much much more it goes a lot further than just hey here's food right right um and I guess that's the type of you know that's the type of quality that can only be interpreted from. The backbone of a 66-year-old family-owned business. Yes. That's, that's really special. So in this show, we try to get to know our, our guests individually. And, and thank you for everything that you've shared about, about Honey Baked Ham. Um, one of the questions we like to ask is, you know, for you personally, and this can be professionally as well, what makes a great day a great day? And also, what makes a bad day a bad day?
0: Mm-hmm. Well, a great day for me is, uh, and I've talked about it a little bit during this, but just being able to be in our stores. I love doing that. I love being in the stores. I love visiting, talking to our teammates, hearing what's on their minds, seeing what they do, how hard they work, talking to customers. Uh, that's really a good day. That's a great day for me. And I, I really love it during the holidays because it's, it's very, very busy, so I get to talk to a lot of people. You know, and, I, I would say, you know, on the on the opposite end, you know, b- because we have so much pride in what we do, and because we know that what we do is is very important for our customers, sometimes we don't get it right, mm-hmm. and and you know, nobody's perfect, uh, and we don't get it right. That really disappoints me, but we work work really hard not to do that. And what I'm really proud of, and this really happened before before um, uh, I got there, is we call it, you know, anytime a customer has an issue, we just call it make it right. We make it right for them. No questions asked. We take care of it and we try to, we try to make it right, but it it doesn't happen often. But when we, if we ever disappoint, that's what disappoints me.
1: Gotcha. So, I mean,
0: in, in describing that experience, it would sound like,
1: you know, a great day really is fulfilling the perspective that you could have from, from, from beginning to end, right. Running the company, making those big high level decisions that impact the organization as a whole, right all the way to the end where it delivers to the customer. Um, so you said that you came out of retirement Mm -hmm. to take this opportunity. I did. Um, one of the questions we like to also ask on this show is if, if you weren't leader of, of Honey Baked Ham and if you weren't a part of this organization, what industry would you see yourself in or what would you be doing? And, and maybe the answer here is, is, well, my retirement plan was, but if something else could have called you out of retirement, maybe what could that have been? This is a this is a question of hobbies and interests and yeah. passion.
0: I mean, I uh if that ever were to happen again, which I plan on doing this a while, uh, you know, I I I'd love to be the commissioner of the Southeastern Congress. <laughs> So if they ever need anybody out there, Greg Sankety, if you decide to hang it up, let me know someday or maybe I'll uh, come in. but I'd love to do that. That'd be fun.
1: I can only imagine the pressures of that role, but being, being a college football fan or a college athletics fan myself, that would be, that'd be really fun. That's the type of type of role where it probably doesn't seem that way to us because it's not our responsibility, but it wouldn't seem like a responsibility. It wouldn't seem like a job. I'm right. sure
0: I'm sure it's harder than it than it is like everything else is, but that would be a lot of fun.
1: So we 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 definitely have a lot of listeners that that are Georgia fans. How do you see the rest of the season going?
0: This is this is definitely
1: we're we're getting off the subject. No, here, but it's fine. Relevant.
0: No, it's you know one thing i will just say is it's so fun being you know living in this part of the country where people are so passionate about their teams and you know I, I was telling somebody the other day you know saying why is that the case? I said well you know college sports have been here for a hundred years and pro sports I think came in the '60s so. Mm. There's a lot of passion for it and I love that. I love that. That's one of the fun things about it for me. But but I think it's gonna be a challenge. Uh you know, next this week's gonna be a tough game with Tennessee and, and then, you know, Georgia Tech we play, but every game's gonna be a challenge. There's so much parody now in college football, which is actually fun to see. I mean every game is every game is a challenge. And of course Alabama's on the horizon, which is always always a challenge. So I think it's gonna be a fun season. Well, that's the game. That's happening. I mean, it's gonna be Alabama and it's going Georgia. To happen, yep.
1: It's it's gonna happen and what a rivalry between two i guess georgia's a dynasty now you can almost say i mean you could say it right two years in a row and you guys are driving for your third
0: it's been good so far it's yeah been good so
1: far yeah and it's so funny because when we met i think when we first met a couple of years back we mentioned this georgia georgia was was trying to put together that first national championship season and here we are we're talking about a third That's well i crazy. was a
0: freshman when the last one happened that was a long time ago so we were very happy to see the one a couple of years ago
1: oh gosh um well, again, I've said it already in this recording, and and it, this is this is my favorite time of the year. Eight days from now, it's my favorite holiday because it's more than just a day; mm-hmm. it really is a week. And you know, in the spirit of of that, it's 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 because gratitude is just so important. And you know, for those who pour gratitude, they know and they understand how powerful of a muscle that is to regularly exercise. So, you know, with that, Jim. On behalf of, you know, Cressa and our listeners, I'm so grateful that you would come on here and talk about this organization that we all know so well in Honey Baked Ham and what you do for it. Um, Thank you so much for being here. If anybody wanted to reach out to you or get to know you a little bit better, you'd already mentioned your Instagram account. Yeah. What are some other ways that they could?
0: Yeah, I think it's, well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's been a been a pleasure to, to be on today and I appreciate you asking me. Now go to jim.dinkins on Instagram and um, there's a lot of things going to a Honeybake there. Uh, um, you can you can kind of ca- catch up with what's going on. That'd be a good way to check it out. And if you're lucky, maybe you'll be serving them their ham next week. If we're lucky. So uh, please come visit us and go. Uh, uh, Buy online, pick up in store if you'd like. It's the easiest way to go. But uh, Christmas, Thanksgiving, every day, uh, we're here to take care of you. So, so join us if you'd like.
1: Well, everybody listening, on behalf of on behalf of Jim Dankins and Danny Vandermeiten, Cressa, and especially Honey Baked Ham, we wish you guys the best of Thanksgivings and the merriest of this holiday season. We will we will wait for you to tune in, and we'll see you next time when you're listening to Executive Perspective.
0: Thank you for joining us on Executive Perspective. This show is brought to you by Cressa, the world's largest occupier centric commercial real estate firm offering unbiased, conflict free advice. For more information, go to Cressa.com.